0: Five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Travellers Dangerous. As you know, I'm Matt Conway, and for episode three, I'm in Liverpool City Centre in a rather nice wine bar, which is frankly the last place on earth you'd expect to meet a convicted soccer hooligan. But, well, life is full of surprises, so here I am, sharing a bottle of Pinot Grigio with plumber, grandfather, and ex country road cutter, Thomas Tommer Tomlinson. That's quite a name, isn't it? Thanks for having me, life. <laughs> I'm sure you have. So, before we start, your quite charming wife was just here, and I must say, she's not what I expected a hooligan's wife to look like at all. Former hooligan. Sorry, former hooligan. I wasn't sure if it was like alcoholics, you know, once a hooligan, always a hooligan. Yeah, a recovering hooligan, let's go with that. That's cool, me. So, your wife, Leslie, I'll be honest, I was expecting something far worse. You know, I had visions of denim skirt, orange face, bruised legs, bruised arms... Bruised, bruised everything, basically. Smoking fags, shoplifting joints of meat, swearing at bus drivers. Nah, you're thinking of me mother. Oh, really? I wouldn't fancy meeting her down a dark alley. Well, that's a shame. That's where she does most of her work. Oh, sorry. I didn't know. Yeah, I'm only messing with you, son. Oh, right. I, I keep forgetting about the whole Scouse humour shtick. It's um, it's very endearing. Much like your beautiful wife, Leslie. Uh, you seem very happy. Oh, she's a bloody diamond, that girl. She's put up a lot of shite from yours, truly, but God bless her. She's always stood by me. Oh, that's lovely. How long have you been married? 25 years. You get less for murder. You do though, don't you? <laughs> well, you certainly get less for assault and battery, Tom, as you well know. So you've been a free man for five years now, am I right? Four years, seven months, twelve days. Well done. And you were inside for the best part of a decade. God, I imagine that was rough. Best thing that ever happened to me. Seriously, I was a waste of space when I went in. Changed me life. But there must have been some hairy moments in there too. Oh yeah, loads, but they made me a better person and you can't ask some more than that, can you? I get that, and it's phenomenal that you turn things around. That said, I wouldn't be doing my job as a journalist if I didn't inquire about some of the more, you know, earthy incidents. Well, I could talk about the violence stuff, but who really wants to hear all that? Well, me for one. It's boring to me though. Haven't earned me retirement, family, friends, that's what matters. Not dwelling on the past. Okay, well, your family clearly means a lot, so your previous life and prison sentence must have taken a huge toll on them. Oh, without a doubt, I put them through well, But it's behind us now, you know. We've got stuff to look forward to, like we're planning another day at the minute. I said to her yesterday, where do you want to go? She says, take me somewhere I've never been before. I said, shy the bloody kitchen. Nice one. Um, it's good that you do take it with you, though, because I imagine for an ex-Hoolie, there's a lot of temptation in a foreign country. I take it everywhere with me, but she keeps finding her way home. More jokes. Lovely. I've noticed you do that a lot, and it's great. It really is. It, it brightens the mood beautifully. But I wonder, I mean, is it a defence mechanism? Is it just a way to escape your violent past? No, I've always been a joker. Be all were, believe it or not. When we weren't kicking Seven Colours out of Leeds fans, we were on the coach singing Abba songs and watching a Ken Dodd video. But that dark stuff, I prefer not to think about it. Okay, but let's, if we can, think about it for just a few seconds. I'd rather think about the future, to be honest, Matt. I've got grandkids there in my life now. You ever heard Rumours by Fleetwood Mac? I bloody love that album. Well, yeah, they're a fantastic band, but I came here to discuss your criminal record, not your favourite one. What I'm saying is, there's a great song on there called Don't Stop. You know it. Don't stop thinking about tomorrow. That's my motto these days. Forget about the past, look to the future. Well, you say that, but you've still got the skinhead. Oh, come on, that's not a fashion statement. I'm bald. Oh, sorry. It's all right, I'm used to it now. I lost most of my year when I was 21. Bloody expensive poker game that was. Well, <laughs> um, speaking of music, we've all read about the, shall we say, more colourful songs football fans sung back in your day. I bet you heard some nasty stuff, yeah? A bit, but we had a laugh with it too, you know. We creased each other up on the coach coming up with daft chance and that. Such as? Oh, there were loads, but I remember having a right giggle after a mate of mine, Simo, came up with a belter to the tune of Da on Run" by the Crystals. Right, and what was it about? It was just a fun thing about being a scouter. I can't remember all the words, but it ended with us all singing You do-do, oh, don't you, you do-do, oh, la? <sighs> Can I ask you something, Tommy? Anything you like, Matt. Are you sure you were a hooligan? I've got plenty of scars to prove it, mate. Right, well, any chance you could show us those scars? Because, I'll be honest, this P.J. rated stuff, it's killing me here. I'm sorry about that, but like I said, it's not a period I'd like to revisit, you know? I get that, but would it do any harm to briefly revisit it for the next 10 minutes or so? It was that long ago, I've forgotten half of it. But that primal urge, that animalistic hunger for violence, it never leaves you, does it? Look, I'm no shrink, son. I grew up in the 80s, we didn't go in for all that psychoanalysis stuff. We just wanted to get through the week and have some fun on a Saturday. It was daft, but we were young, we didn't know any better. OK, well, that's a bit more interesting. Oh, thanks, I'm honoured. Sorry, not that what you were saying before wasn't interesting. Um, I mean, it wasn't thrilling either, but I, this is more what I was after. So, as you were saying, the 80s, Thatcher, unemployment, Brookside. Life on Merseyside was, by all accounts, pretty grim. It was no picnic, but we got by. So, like most scousers, you must really hate those Tory bastards, yeah? At the time, yeah, we all did, but, like you say, we were young and daft. I've always voted Labour and always will, God willing, but I've got mates who to are Tories. and this sound, lads? You give each other a bit of stick over a few pints, but it's all good-natured. As you always say, opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got one. Yes, and some smell worse than others. Maybe. Look, I used to call the Tories every name under the sun, but I'll be honest, I was a right knobhead back then. But a knobhead with a purpose, surely? Nah, I had a goldfish once, but never a purpose. No, purpose, not put. Oh, you got me again. Sorry, I couldn't resist that one. And don't call me Shirley. But, like you say, I used to be full of hatred, but again, being inside taught me a lot about tolerance. At the end of the day, we're all human, aren't we? It's good that you're philosophical about your time in jail, but you must still be angry at the system for sending you there. It wasn't the system who stabbed that Glaswegian in the cheek, though, was it? Okay, but what made you stab that Glaswegian in the cheek? If I remember correctly, about 16 bottles of lager and a gram of Coke. Look, I'll let the sociologists speculate about why I did it, but the fact is, I was a right nasty piece of work. They only had myself to blame when they eventually put me away. I'm lucky they didn't throw away the bloody key. Okay, well, that's good. Let's hear a bit more... Sorry... Sorry, something funny? Sorry mate, I, I can't stop laughing at that bouncer. Who, the one with the beard? That's him. Why is that? Is he one of your old crew? No, I've never seen him before in my life. Right, what's so funny about him? He, he looks like ZZ chap. What? You know, the group. What, all of them? No, just the beard he blows. Yeah, it's, it's uncanny. Anyway, back to prison. know what... what's funny about ZZ chap though? It's rummy. He doesn't have a beard, but his name is... Frank Beard, yes, I know. Everyone knows. It's funny, that, though, isn't it? I'm sure 40 years ago it was hilarious. Now, moving on from Southern Rock, what... It is weird, though, isn't it? It's like if the white girl from Eternal was called Louise Black. Why is that weird? I've got a friend called Andrew Gardner. He's not a gardener. He's a web designer. I doubt he even has a garden, let alone a trowel. Hey, I have a mate called Andrew Gardner, too. <sighs> Imagine that. Is he a gardener? No, nah, he works in spec Hey, I went there yesterday. You'll never guess who I bumped into. I bet I will. No, you'll never guess. I'll bet you anything I will. Everyone, Everyone they gave gave you the the wrong prescription. Alright, there's no need to get arsy about it, mate. I'm sorry, it's just we're never going to get anywhere if everything has to end in a punchline. You know, I get the impression I'm not giving you what you want here. Well, that's probably because you're not. You keep teasing, but then you you pull back. You're all stick and no carrot. I'm not sure that analogy works, mate. Okay, you're all blood and no guts. Well, that's even worse. (sighs) Okay, you're all... You're... You're all hole and no toad. That's slightly better. You know what, you should watch Take Me Out. Paddy McGinnis—he's great at all, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'll just get a Mrs Brown's boys' box set while I'm at it. Oh, I love her, don't you? Oh, God. Look, Tom, you're clearly a nice guy, but I'm starting to think that's the problem here. How do you mean? Wait, you're not supposed to be a nice guy. Look, a few weeks ago I was in New York, right? Oh, great, I'd love to go there, how was it? Terrible, absolutely awful. I spent the day with a psychopath who once cut a man's finger off. He drove me to a field in New Jersey and made me bury a cat. I can still smell the cat now. On the way back, he sang Frank Sinatra songs out of tune for three hours straight. Have you ever shared a car with a coked-up mobster crying his eyes out, singing the wrong words to Old Man River? It's not pretty. But that's the point. I didn't want pretty. I wanted madness, and that's what he gave me. He didn't tell rubbish jokes. He didn't prattle on about his wife. And he didn't think an unfunny Irishman dressed as an old lady was the height of comedy. So that's what you want, is it? gory details. For the love of God, yes. You fucking people. Okay, I can do that. So what do you want to hear about first? Time I spat in a pinch in his face for wearing the man you scarf in Kirby. It's up to you, Tommy. No, I tell you what. How about the time I threw a 15-year-old goonay down a railway embankment and slashed his face with a broken ironican bottle? Well, that's kind of what I'm getting at, but... Or would you rather hear about the West Ham fan who's ever stamped on six times? The one whose eyeball popped out? Whose terrified face I still have nightmares about? Right, well, I mean, well, you don't need to be that specific, but by all means... Okay, well, let's focus on how it affected me family then, eh? Um, d- d- go for it, yeah. Like when I lost my job after getting deported from Germany. Or when I came home pissed on my wife's birthday and broke a jaw. Or when I got kicked out of my daughter's wedding for having a fight with the DJ. Or when I missed my mum's funeral because I was doing a six year stretch for assault and battery. I thought they let you out for funerals. None of your dad and your sisters don't want you there, they really don't. Oh, but here's the best one. Let me tell you about the time I got bladed at the 89 semi-final. Woke up in a cell the next day in bruises without a clue how I got there. Well, you don't have to, but... No, no, it ain't you feel to miss out on the good stuff, Mac, You know what I mean? So, when the busy turfed me out, I wandered the streets of Birmingham looking for a phone box. Eventually, I found one. rang home to demand the missus come and get me, only to find out, while I was coked off my box, scrapping with carrot crunches, and generally believing like a 30-year-old teenager, she'd spent all day worried sick, looking after two screaming toddlers, and trying to find out if her dad and brother were still alive. Because I don't know if you remember, but there was another semi-final that weekend where 96 Scousers got crushed to death. Oh, you're talking about Hillsborough, right? No, I'm talking about the Boxing Day sailing Maxies. Is that another? Ju- yes, I'm talking about Hillsborough. Right. Um, sad day. Sad day. Um, still though, I mean, as an Everton fan, you probably had a bit of a chuckle about it. I beg your pardon. Well, you know, rivalry and all that. You think I'd celebrate football fans dying just because they wear a different colour shirt to me? These are my people, mate. We all live together. We all work together. To be fair, I doubt you all worked, but I get your point. You really are something, aren't you? I tell you what, I've I've got more than enough heavy stuff in that. How about some more jokes? Oh the jokes don't seem too bad now, do they? Okay, more jokes it is. Why did chewing gun cross the road? It was stuck to the shaking his foot. Here's yeah, another. I bought a pair of tortoise sells shoes yesterday. Took me five hours to walk out of the shop. Right, hey. okay, top. And here's my favourite. This is well as you love this one. Did you hear about the four-eyed middle-class Jory cunt who got a bloody good hiding in a wine bar in Liverpool? Right, well, why not tell me a bit more about your lovely wife and grats? Fuck me wife! All right, son, calm down. It's time you were gone. Oh, fuck off, Rasputin. <laughs> you fucking at it oh, now. Get fucking hands off me. I'll give your fucking beard off. get his fucking arms. I'll fucking kill you. i fuck fucking brother Come get fucking hands you. Get his
1: arms! Get his fucking arms! Okay,
0: I'm I'm back. Um, Not sure how much I got there. My recorder flew off the table at one point, but I think it's okay. Anyway, as you'll have heard, it all massively kicked off here five minutes ago, but luckily the door staff dealt with it, and Tom has currently contained, for now. God, I'm still shaking. Anyway, I'll add some more thoughts to what just happened later, but in the meantime, I'm going to get out of here as quick as... Yeah, mate! Shit. Mate! Excuse me, madam, I think the bouncer wants to. No, not her son, you! Oh, right, um, yep, yeah. uh, how can I help? Do you know him? Who? Paul McCartney, who do you think? The bloody lunatic who just trashed the place. Lunatic? Oh, him! No, he, he, um, he just sat down and started talking and got upset about something. Okay, sorry, are you alright? Yeah, I'm fine, a, a bit shocked, but, um, I'll survive. Are you okay? I'm fine, son. No ends like him at ten a penny round here. Eh? Are you sure he didn't off-pull your beard? Nah, it was nothing. I've had harder shites. Always joking. Always joking. Anyway, you better stay here. Eh? The busiest might want a word. Um, okay. Fuck. Oh, well, it looks like I'm stuck here for now. Uh, I guess I should say something, but I'm kind of speechless. Well, one thing I have learned today, despite what Harry Enfield said, the phrase, calm down, carries zero weight on Merseyside. Smashing a chair over someone's head, on the other hand, works a treat. Anyway, the police have just arrived. Thomas tied up in the cellar, which probably isn't entirely legal, but, well, this is the life he chose. Um, I can't see anything other than a swift return to jail for him now. Which isn't good, but, well, neither is getting your beard ripped off. As I speculated earlier, it seems that animalistic thirst for violence never did leave Toma. God only knows what tipped him over the edge, but it clearly didn't take much. And this is how it ends. Tied up in a wine cellar on a Saturday afternoon. Caged bird. Chained beast. Battered scouser. It's just all so tragic. And so inevitable, Sadly. Because no one wants to believe that working-class men routinely smash glasses and start fights in bars. But, well, as Tomer himself would put it, they do, though, don't they? (sighs) Come way out.